Welcome back, listeners, to Real Presence Live. I'm your host, Father Craig Hochalter, coming to you live from CHS St. Alexius Health in Dickinson, North Dakota. I am just a few short miles from my house here in Dickinson. It's a lovely drive over uh, and to be here in the home hospital. Uh, I'm now going to welcome to the show for, uh, we're getting near the end, uh, unfortunately, but I'm pleased to have a man I've known for most of my life, if not all of my life, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Mike Kidrowski, the Real Presence at Radio Advancement Director. Welcome, and good morning, Mike. Well, thank you, uh, Father. Good morning to you, and thank you for hosting the show. It's been a great show. You're doing a great job. Thank you for your time and talent. You're welcome. I'm privileged, Mike. Mike was arguing with me before the show started if my shoes are better looking than his are, <laughs> uh, and maybe we can get like a picture on Facebook and maybe have a vote. I don't know. Uh, he has sharp shoes, but so do I this morning. And listeners, you can't see that. That's the benefit of of uh, hosting on the radio. I could be in my pajamas. Uh, I'm not. I'm in my clerics. <laughs> Mike is also looking sharp this morning. Uh, thank you. He is going to bring to us um, kind of a scaffolding of what Father Shea gave to us mm-hmm. this morning at the at the beginning mm-hmm. of the show of leaving a legacy. Mike, in your thoughts, in your direction and counsel, uh, speak to us a little bit about that. Yes, uh, Father, thank you. Um, you know, uh, Father Robert Shea talked about uh, uh, really uh, the underlying uh, lesson there was we need to take the time to plan. We need to take the time to uh, uh, what he referred to as the uh, power of the health care directives, uh, naming a power of attorney, those sorts of things. And uh, that's what I uh, continue to do with uh, our listeners and our patrons and our friends of Real Presence Radio, is I encourage them to plan and, and specifically uh, uh Recently, we adopted our plan giving program, and we encourage folks to uh, go on our website, rprlegacy.org, and there you can d- download or we will send you a wills planning guideline. And that will give uh, the listener some guidance as to what needs to be done for your uh, estate plan. And uh, a new term that's come to surface in uh, estate planning and, and wills planning is what we call family letter. And that letter is in addition to all the estate planning documents. And that gives uh, folks an opportunity to uh, extend their final words of wisdom, uh, blessing for their family. And th- they have to remember that members are are grieving at uh, this time and and uh, family members will take great comfort in those final words of wisdom and it's an opportunity that allows you to share your heart and show your appreciation and gratitude to family members and so we encourage folks to think about that to think about a family letter that is attached to your uh, will uh, to your estate planning documents And so uh, I would encourage folks to go to our website, rprlegacy.org, and uh, download the uh, Wills Planning Guideline. And it's uh, very, very uh, uh, noticeable. It's right in the middle of of the website. And so that's what we do. And, you know, people are oftentimes afraid. Mm. They're afraid to think about uh, the, the future period. They're afraid to think about, uh, you know, sometime we're going to leave this life and go home mm. 
to God. Mm. And so we, uh, we encourage people to uh, visit with their spouse, start with there, start with your spouse, then include your children as to your estate plan. And uh, talking about this family letter, uh, oftentimes when we're uh, when people mention estate planning, they're, they're thinking about transfer of assets. And we like to think of it more as a transfer of values. Uh, we encourage people to uh, uh, continue to uh, uh, plan to include their charities in their wills and thereby uh, sending a message to their children that this charity, this mission, the church, is important to us. And that's why we have left something in our will for the church to, to make a statement that values, our transfer of values, what values we hold dear to our heart, uh, will transfer on to the next generation. Mike, I think that's an important distinction to make. Mike just made the distinction rather than transferring assets uh, that is happening, of course, but uh, transferring of values. Uh, here in this segment, we call it the heart of your legacy. Um, and, and we want, of course, we want hearts where uh, we are giving a legacy to our loved ones, especially to our children and grandchildren and those that come after us in the faith. And, and I think it's very important, Mike, as you said, um, while there are assets that are being transferred, uh, you, you call upon this idea of a family letter. There's numerous estate documents, right? This is a whole box. This is a whole file of, of, of our whole folder of files, Mike. Uh, you want to call it a family letter. What are like one or two real practical ways that, that people can do this to get the values across and not be so burdened by the, by the assets. Do you have any words of wisdom that you want to give to our listeners in terms of making sure that values are being transferred, not just the assets? Well, I think it, it's done two ways. One is in a written statement, okay. uh, like I refer to the family letter. And the second thing is uh, to include those, uh, those ministries that are uh, close to mm. your heart. Include those in your will. Now, we have language in that wills planning guide that you can uh, get through our website. We have language in there that you can either leave a percentage of your uh, uh, assets or a, 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 a figure, a dollar figure uh, to uh, uh, your charity. Uh, that's up to you. Uh, and so the, the big thing here is that uh, we do plan because you mentioned there's other documents that are included in your estate plan. And one of those that Father Robert Shea mentioned is uh, uh, health care directives. Uh, for example, Kathy and I, my wife Kathy and I, have health care directives that are on file here at uh, St. Saint Saint, uh, Alexis Hospital. They're on file. So something, okay. ha something that happens to us. I'm also the power of attorney, power of attorney, and also the power of the uh, health care directive for uh, some relatives. So uh, that uh, is necessary, folks, uh, me going through this process of helping relatives with their health care directives. Those things are very necessary because at some point they may not be able to, your relatives, elderly relatives may not be able to decide on their, by themselves what uh, health de decisions have to be made. So they uh, 
uh, obviously have to uh, entrust someone that is dear to them and who they trust to make those decisions for them. Mike, we got about a minute left of this segment. I appreciate all of your, your insights. You mentioned that it's very difficult for people because they have to think about death. They have mm-hmm. to think about life after death. Uh, give us some words of comfort. You know, We know why it's important, but give us some tips on, okay, get out the door, make this happen. We know it's uncomfortable, but get us through that discomfort to our well, listeners. The, the discomfort uh, is, is, is going to be there, but it, it's overcome by love, Father. It's mm. overcome by love. It, you, you do the, this planning. You go through this process, and it's, uh, it's not as hard as people may think it is, and this Will's Planning Guide will help them get started. We can't offer financial or legal advice uh, uh, from Real Presence Radio, but we can get them started. So I think the comfort is is that they have love for their children, they have a love for their church, and they should include that in their final plans. Thank you, Mike. All right. Father, good Mike, job. Thank you. Mike Kudrowski of the Brill Presence Radio, the Advancement Director. 